ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hi, Ryan. It is Thursday, May 14th, and I am here to do hood rat shit with my friends. <laughs> that is awesome. I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Uh, glad to have you guys along for the ride. We have some topics for today. Uh, Brian, you got anything before I get through the normal list of shit? No, are you alive over there? Uh, just barely, sir. Um, Jay went on a little adventure today. Um, I got up this morning, and within a half hour of me getting up, my stomach was killing me again, which is a new thing. It's always in the afternoon after I eat something that I shouldn't have or things like that. I've never had it start in the beginning of the day, which was a little disconcerting. Um, and uh, apparently my wife is tired of listening to me bitch about this, so she basically forced me to go to the emergency room. So that's where I was most of the day. Uh uh, unfortunately, the, they didn't really diagnose anything. They did blood work. They gave me a CAT scan, urine sample, all that good stuff, and they can't find anything. Um, <clears throat> so they're gonna th- they are thinking it's the same thing that we kind of thought it was, ir- irritable bowel syndrome, and they gave me some medication for it, and it did seem to help. Uh, the shot they gave me helped a little bit, and I took a pill a while ago. It's starting to ramp back up again, uh, like as we speak almost in the last hour or so, it started start to get really bad again. So after the show is over, I'm going to take another one. Unfortunately, they make you drowsy. Um, between that and another medication I gave, uh, they gave me for anti-nausea, which I thought was silly when they gave it to me because I told them over and over again I'm not nauseous. But it turns out the first medication they gave me caused nausea. <laughs> so I'm a little slightly nauseous, uh, fairly groggy. Uh, I'm surprised they let you drive on this, to be honest with you. Yeah, so that's so. have you eaten anything today? Um, I had a uh, burger patty in the morning and then two more uh, when I got home uh, around four o'clock. So I am definitely under my diet stuff, but I was able to force down some food. May want to at least get some rice in you as well, just so you have a little bit of carbohydrate kind of stored up in your body. Yeah, and I didn't. I at one point I was going to send you a message asking you if I you, if you thought I should take my post workout drink on a non workout day, but then the entire ER thing kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that's only really after a workout. Um, right. So, like on your off day, if you did something that ended up being like quite a bit of physical, you know, activity. Yes, you could take it, but on a, just a normal rest day, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I think I should probably make some rice when I get out of here as well. But the show is not going to be about, about my stomach problems today. It's been about my stomach problems practically for the last week, so I'm sure people are tired of listening to it. So we'll do topics instead. You got anything you want to talk about, Brian, before I hit my normal uh, list? Uh, I don't think I have much. One thing, uh, you know, back in Oklahoma, where I used to live, there was a black delivery driver that got basically detained for a half an hour in a gated neighborhood uh, by a crazy white HOA guy. Really? And what was his reasoning behind that? So the uh, the black guy was there delivering furniture to one of the houses. So he was in a big-ass furniture van, and he stopped, and he got stopped pretty much right before the gate, and this HOA guy was you know trying to get him to tell him you know, who he was, why he was there, who gave him the the gate code and shit like that. The delivery guy was like, I don't have to tell you shit because obviously as part of his job, like you're not giving out information on your customers. 
Right, right, yeah. That's that'd be poor uh, planning on his part. So, but like, who thinks a a guy in a fucking you know uh, a delivery like he has like an actual uniform on? It's in like a furniture store, like box man. Like, why the fuck would you stop someone? Maybe he was uh, stealing people's furniture. Did you ever think about that, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, they they showed the delivery guy. He was a little too fat to be breaking into someone's house. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that. Uh, from what I understand, homeowner associations are horrible in the first place. Um, and normally, their presidents and council and all that good stuff are just assholes that want to interfere with other people's lives. So it doesn't surprise me in the least bit that this guy was associated with that kind of thing. It also doesn't surprise me that it's in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in Oklahoma long enough to really get a big taste of it, uh, other than the military part of it. Why is it they kind of rednecky down there? Oh yeah, you definitely have some parts of that state that are very not friendly to non-whites. Gosh, I never understood that crap. There are so many reasons to hate people individually. Why would you? Yeah, you know, why would you bother to hate people as, as, as for just something like that? You know. Well, people are stupid. Yeah, that's the recurring theme on our show. I, I, honestly, we're we're changing the name of the show at one point to Big Bird and the Bouncer, but people are stupid would be not a bad title as well. It does seem like one of the ongoing themes. Um, but other than that, and with you being halfway to death's door, did you catch any of the fights last night? I caught some of them, and then I, then I went back and looked up the results for the rest of them. And holy shit, is this is this deja vu again for the main event? I don't know how the fuck Glover does it, but the guy's like 40 years old and he just beat the living shit out of Anthony Smith. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. He's so slow. Someone on the OG, I think put it best. He said it was like watching somebody get hit by an F-150 at 20 miles an hour. And then backed over (laughs) several fucking times. Did you catch mid fight when he was apologizing for beating the shit out of him? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. A little context uh, to that. Apparently, Anthony uh, had just handed a referee one of his teeth that that, that Glover had knocked out. Um, so I, I guess apparently he's a really nice guy other than be- beating people up for 11. No, Glover's a great guy. He trains out of Connecticut. I've run into him many times. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that was funny. You know, Anthony's on the ground handing his, te- his tooth to the, the ref, and uh, Glover... Glover, right? Not Glover. Glover uh, is saying, Anthony, it's it's just business. And Anthony's like, what? He goes, it's just business. And Anthony being cool as fuck, too. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man, or don't worry about it, brother. You know, <laughs> oh, he said, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> so that, that was a really interesting exchange in the cage. I assume that, uh, from what I understand, that sort of stuff or trash talking, one of the two happens quite often, but normally you can't hear it. Hey, Tanner, how you doing, boss? What's up, man? I just, uh, yeah, I watched that last night and that was one of the worst one-sided beatings I've ever seen <laughs> watching MMA. I mean, I know everybody was saying that um, Gagey versus Tony was bad, and it was bad. There was something about that ground and pound and, and the lack of the audience to drown out some of the, the, the meat-pounding sounds when those hammer fists were landing on his ear. It oh. was fucking nasty. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about the uh... – um, Gagey uh, Ferguson fight. Ferguson was pretty active for most of that fight, and he even had a couple of moments, you know, like that uppercut well, yeah, he was, around to. And he such. was taking the damage and actually like still fighting this fight. Right. That was that was two straight ten eight rounds, and like you just mm-hmm. don't see that. 
So, Tanner, have you ever have you ever cornered someone? Would you have stopped that? I most definitely when when the the fourth round ended and his corner came out, I expected them to say, "You're all done, brother. We got you," or something. And when they started giving him fucking instructions, I yelled. I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! You need to stop that shit." Because that guy, his his life has changed in my in my opinion right now. Yeah, and you know, I guess he told his corner, "Hey, my teeth are falling out," and that was after he'd already lost a couple. So I imagine the rest of them aren't in good shape either. Uh, if that's when you tell him that he's done, I'm, you know, they could they should at least ask him, "Hey, are you you know, do you want do you want to be done?" Instead, they're telling him, "Oh, breathe, breathe." Dude, no, you on. can't. T- you can't. You can't ask. You can't ask a fighter if you're done, because that guy is built to say no throw me back in there but when he says like you said when he says my teeth are falling out he's asking you to stop and you need to fucking know that you need to be able to read situations and read the fact when he says my teeth are falling out that means stop this fight because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna opt out if you throw me back in there right right i mean uh some people were dogging on glover for going for submissions and i read that as him trying to give anthony a way out without hurting him anymore yeah, most definitely. He was trying to sink it. And Anthony's really good on the ground. He's he's savvy on the ground. And when they're slippery like that and there's blood and sweat and shit, trying to sink a rear naked on a guy who's who's game and savvy, it's just not going to happen. And I totally agree that he was trying to take a merciful way out and, and Anthony wasn't going to give his neck. Nope, nope. Two, once again, just like uh, the fight last week, too tough for his own good. But and you just yeah. have to realize that as a corner, like your job there is not necessarily to wait until a fighter can no longer continue, but you need to learn to stop a fight when he just at that point has zero chance of winning. Right, right. Yeah, he's slowed down enough, he's not gonna get that lucky shot. All he's gonna do is absorb damage for another round. Right. Bad, bad damage. Bad damage. But there were some good fights last night. Uh, the, the One of the fights that struck me the most was the guy that looked like Icy Mike won. I can't remember the guy's Are name. Are you talking Keller. about Kelleher? Yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. That was a great fight. Holy shit, that was Are a you good ta- fight. Are you, Are you talking about my boy Whitey Mouse? Yeah, Whitey Mouse, yeah. That that Kellerman <laughs> or, Keller, or Kellerer, uh, whatever his name is. As soon as I saw Kelleher. Like, Keller, I was like, that looks a little bit like Icy Mike. <laughs> I trained with Kelleher for years at the bomb squad here in, in Ithaca, upstate New York. Um, Kelleher is a fucking tough dude. I was at his actually was with him at his first big show, which was a Bellator. I don't know what uh, I was with him at that, that, that fight. He, he missed weight and lost the fucking fight, but the kid's a gamer. He's strong. He's tough. You know, he's not a world beater, but he's always going to be game. Yeah. I could tell that. The guy he was fighting was faster than him and maybe more skillful, but I could tell that uh, Keller had experience on his side. I'm, at least that's the way it looked like. For all I know, the, the other guy might have more fights, but it seemed like his confidence and his knowledge and how the fight was going to go is what pulled him through. Yeah, Keller is always game, man. He's always going to be in the fight until he's not. <laughs> Right, right. And the, man, that was, that was a fucking hell of a shot uh, he threw to that other guy. Uh, Azur, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't even see the name. fight. Actually, I, I oh, didn't even see that. I think I was, I think I was talking on Icy Mike's podcast when that fight was going on. Actually, oh yeah, it was pretty good. He he hit him with a shot that knocked him down. He put his air hands up into the air for half a second because he won the fight, but the ref didn't move on it, so he had to drop a couple hammer fists on the guy. The guy was still awake when when the uh, when you know when he yeah, landed. He caught, he caught him with a solid left, put him on his ass. The guy was still conscious, and then that first fucking hammer fist. 
Yeah, that dude was out cold. Yeah, yeah. Although I, it's probably nice. unnecessary. He was still he was still conscious, but I don't think he was getting back up either way. So if, well, if, obviously, uh, Keller, wasn't defending himself. So <laughs> yeah, I think if Keller would have just walked away in another second or two, the ref would have called it. But he was smart enough not to take that chance. And when he saw that the ref wasn't stopping it immediately, he started dropping bombs on him. Yeah, boy, man, he's tough, man. He's a gamer. Always, a, always been a gamer. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hey, Tanner, you got anything you want to talk about before I move on to my subjects? Well, shit. I, I, yeah, I don't have anything to talk about. I didn't do. I did fuck all today. It's my day off. Hey. I rode mountain. I rode mountain bike for a little bit. I'm. I'm in the process of building another mountain bike. Oh, excuse me. Let me put this on uh, hold so you guys don't get the vibrations there. It's on my balls. Stand by. Um. So yeah, uh, I rode mountain bike, and then uh, I'm in the process of building another bike. That's probably a little fun fact you guys didn't know about me. I'm a fucking bike fanatic. There's no, I have a two car garage, and no cars fit in my garage because I've got like 15 complete bikes in there. Bikes as in bicycles, as opposed to motorcycles. Yeah, well, I've got motorcycles too, but mo- yeah, m- more bicycles than motorcycles. Right on. Yeah. I now like the real right. question: mm-hmm. Have you ever built a tricycle? Uh huh. That's right. I have never built nor have I ridden a tricycle, but I could see maybe being, um, if I live this long, 72 years old and possibly 300 pounds overweight and having a nice tricycle with a basket that could put a 40-ouncer in, mm-hmm. maybe uh, maybe some edibles, and just, yeah. just troll around the trailer park down in Florida and just eat edibles and drink 40-ouncers with uh, my cronies. Oh, yeah, dude, you can fit that entire cooler of 40s in the back of that thing. <laughs> See, the way I look at it, the way I look at it is I'm just ahead of the times. I'm not going to wait until I'm 70 to enjoy a tricycle. I got one now. <laughs> it's a so beauty. it's not like you're going to make it there. Yeah, no, Yo, there's, so, not, there's not a chance I'm going to see 70 folks. <laughs> so, to, to, so I'm talking about old folks' homes, right? Are, you know, like old folks, like campgrounds in, in Florida right. and whatnot. So I had, let me pitch you guys a sitcom or a movie that I had actually thought in my head. And I don't know if this is original. So if you guys have ever heard this, this theory or this thesis, let me know. But think about this. We're talking about like an old folks home where they've got orderlies and, you know, there's rules for the old folks. They're not supposed to do certain things. It's like a comedy, but the old folks, it's almost like they revert back to what the fuck is that? My dog. Sorry. Oh, they, they revert back to their college days. So you got the, like the old folks, they can't gamble. They can't drink. They can't fuck. They can't do any of this stuff. But these old folks are having like poker games. They've got little hidden speakeasies and the orderlies are like RAs and they're trying to fucking catch them. And it's a comedy with all these old folks trying to do this crazy shit that they used to do in college, but they're doing it as old people. Okay. Tell me what you think. Well, uh, there was a show focus, focusing on seniors, I believe, in a senior home, but it did not have, and it was supposedly a comedy, um, but it did not have the ideas and in, in, in the direction that you want to take the show. Um, I, I can't remember what it, what, what it was, so obviously it wasn't a good show. That would be great. I think it'd be a good idea, uh, and there's a lot of plausibility to it. I've uh, found out uh, from my reading that uh, in a lot of these nursing homes, they have to segregate the males and the females and watch them because otherwise they'll go around fucking each other. Everyone, that's what everyone, i'm talking about uh, yep everyone thinks seniors don't have you know, the, you know every generation thinks they're the first one to invent sex but yeah, there's lots of just, old people out there just fucking. Like, yeah just like female like female only and male only dorms back in college or whatever 
I'm talking about these old folks are doing this crazy shit, hiding from the RA or the, the orderlies, which are the RAs back in mm-hmm. college. And, 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 you know, you know, Hiding like their their little uh, dry or wet bar in like a, a hollowed out uh, old style speaker. You know they open it up and the booze is in there and they're playing fucking poker. They're gambling and the or- orderlies come and knock on the door and they hide this shit like you used to back in college. I think I get that's got some legs. Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, you're yeah. going for like a retirement home version of like Scrubs. I never saw Scrubs, so I can't I can't comment on that. But like a retirement home version of like uh, like Van Wilder, you know what I mean? Kind of something like that. Yeah, or maybe like a retirement home version of Animal House. (laughs) That would be funny. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, you know that's a good idea, dude. I like that. I like that quite a bit. Homelander, Homelander just gave me a great comment. It's a retire. It's a retirement community that could be like in the opening fucking credits, where someone's yelling out their window as the as, a, as the oldies are fucking partying. It's a retirement community, and they're fucking <laughs> yelling it. Yeah, I'm I'm jazzed up about this. I might I might write a screenplay tonight. There you go, man. Chase your dreams, man. They're not going to come to you. <laughs> well, look what's happened to you. You got a, a former top 20 fucking podcast on Podbean. I That's mean, right. you're living the fucking dream right now. Dude, the checks are rolling in. I, you know, I'm not even going to go back to work when they reopen this shit, dude. This is my job now. Fucking killing the game right now. <laughs> <laughs> we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves, but we will be killing the game. Uh, did you guys see uh, Elon, Musk's, Elon Musk told his workers to defy the stay-at-home order or they won't get paid? What's his name? Ellen? Alan? I, 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 think Elon? We should, I think we should call him are we talking about? Are we talking about Alan Thick? Elon Musk. Is this, which, sound, which sounds like a growing pains? Thing. I don't know. It's just Elon Musk sounds like a fragrance from uh, Chanel number no. five or some shit like that. <laughs> Isn't it Elon? I think it is. Elon. It is. But anyways, he <laughs> told his workers uh, that they need to come back to work or they're not going to get paid because it turns out this Monday uh, past he reopened his uh, factory in defiance of the California shutdown order. Well, and then he got California to cave, so it's technically illegal for him to open back up. Oh, did he? So I think at that point, up? if he's opening back up, the government has said it's okay. Like, yeah, you kind of have to be able to expect your employees to work. Right. See, I hadn't caught that part of it. I was, I thought that was a really dickish thing to say when there's a state rule saying that you can't come back to work. And he's saying, yeah, you're basically, you're fired if you don't come back to work. Uh, it makes me feel a little bit better here in the, the California team about it. Um, because only for them like it's funny like california didn't care for anybody else but got you know a trillion dollar company then hell yeah well we'll change the rules (laughs) yeah no kidding um which is you know good because i've been doing a little research on it and in a lot of cases once one of these companies open back up if you refuse to come back to work you don't get employment i mean there there are special cases and there's a lot of variables to it but a rule of thumb is if the company opens back up is being allowed to be open, open back up by the government you can't just quit on them and, and keep on employment you got to go back to work well imagine that yeah yeah well so there's i there are some people on my facebook that i'm not going to name because i don't want to hurt their feelings if they ever listen to the show they're saying things like i'm being forced back to work on monday well, technically, yeah, because because you don't want to lose your job, but in reality, you're not being forced to do anything. You always have choices. Yeah, I don't want. I know losing your job is not a great choice, but it's still a choice. Yeah, if you feel being that, forced back to work, it's they're no. open again. That's your job. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Nobody That's else all. Will if take you, it. If you feel that that 
<clears throat> not working is a is a better option for you as opposed to putting the the risk of your health and your family's health, then you do that. And that's admirable if that's if that's how you stand. But you you need to deal with the consequences. You you're you make your own decisions and you have to deal with those consequences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, of course there are uh exceptions like I was reading on the site that if like you if you're one of those people that are immune compromised in certain ways uh you could probably refuse to go back to work and keep your unemployment but just for the average person if you don't have any health issues or anything like that yeah you got to go and i am no so, i agree with that it, it, and it's irritating to me because king lazy over here wants to go back to work at this point and, and i can't to the end of the month so the people that are complaining about going back to work on monday are starting to piss me off i'm like dude i'd love to be in your position let me go to work man this is too many hours off. Fuck. You yeah, say that tired now, of work. In like a month and a half, we're going to be on the fucking podcast. You'll be like, God damn, I wish, I wish unemployment time was back. <laughs> and that's what I always, what I always say when I go back to work in March, I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad to be back, man. Fuck that sucked being off this long. Da, 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 da. And then around July, I'm like, man, fuck this place. Is it, is it winter yet? <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if the podcast is going to go from seven days a week to like six days a week to five, then maybe you guys could stretch it through a Monday, Wednesday, Friday for three days a week. No, no. I, I set this time uh, at the show at six o'clock for a reason, because for the most part, even when I'm working my crazy hours, I'm, I start at six and get off at four. Uh, I work 10 hours a day, like six days a week uh, for a good part of the, the season. But I'm still home by five, and that still gives me a chance to eat something and get ready for the podcast by six. So I don't think I uh, will have any problems if I miss it. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. If I miss a, a podcast, I don't really have an excuse. Oh, you'll find one, though, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, You're exactly. not going to miss a podcast. Exactly. I haven't so far. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. I, I'm proud of the streak that we've got going. And at one point, I was uh, considering doing the podcast from the uh, uh, hospital if they had not released me. I, I've never did it on my phone in, as opposed to the uh, computer, but I was going to give it a shot. That would have been fucking hilarious, by the way. I, I would have asked you just to pass your phone around to just random people at the hospital and we'd talk to them. Uh, <laughs> You could definitely figure out how to do it from your from your phone, but I'm sure Homelander couldn't because that guy can't even fucking call in without a, a, an intricate system of, of setup to, to even be able to be heard. So, right. <laughs> well, well, and he's know. lagging so bad. He's still on episode like 43. <laughs> <laughs> he's still watching the Dom Cruz fight, actually, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody spoil it. I'm not sure if it worked out because uh, I didn't have any bring headphones with me because I hadn't thought about that sort of thing. So uh, uh, I might not have been able to call into my own show. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you the truth. Because of you guys, I now carry headphones in my truck. So just in case I feel like calling in, I actually have them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I if I were known to be prepared, I do have like a Bluetooth earpiece uh, that I, that I wear at work to listen to music. Um, yeah, we've fool. seen it in your selfies. We've seen yeah, your fucking yeah. Bluetooth earpiece. Yeah, I, I kind of fooled my bosses at first, <laughs> but, uh, and in the end, they didn't care. Like I told my, I put it in uh, like five or six years ago, started using it, and they're like, "Oh, what's that for?" I'm like, "Oh, that's for my voice to text for the texting. Sometimes it's easier for me just to speak it through than to uh, than to type it all in on the computer, which is bullshit because I can type really fast." Um, and it was. All, 100% to listen to music to, to, but I keep it down low. It's only in one ear, so it's not like it affects my work performance. Eventually, uh, uh, the big boss, like a year later, he goes, "What do you use that for?" I go, "To listen to music, sir." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, okay, cool." Don't, that was the end of Don't that. you only have hearing? Don't you only have hearing in one ear? 
Uh, probably only one. One's probably better than the other. But no, no, I have hearing both my ears, which is amazing. Oh, shit. Which is amazing considering the amount of heavy metal concerts I've went to over my days. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, it's and even worse. It's not like the it's the, not the big stadium shows that fuck up your ears for the most part. It's the smaller ones in the clubs, small and, venues. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. I remember at one point, or or medium. I re- I saw Slayer at the State Theater and. Oh, shit, I've, I've seen him so many times. I think it was State Theater. And it, it, that's a place that holds about 2,000, 3,000 people. So it's not small, small. It's not like a nightclub or something like that. And it's actually set up for shows. But it was small enough that the fact that they pretty much brought their entire fucking stadium gear with them. <laughs> man, my mm. ears rang for days and days and days after that. Uh, I, I had, your, Go ahead. Your choice of music doesn't fucking help with the fucking speed metal and crazy shit you're listening to. It's right, not like right. you're listening to it to a, a mellow acoustic set by Citizen Cope. No, no, that's no, not even happening. your hip hop is fucking screaming with that bullshit ICP <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to defend myself on the rap front. I realize that compared to most rap people, I have weird tastes, but I do like a couple songs that I think that you guys would like as well. You guys ever heard of an artist named Janelle? I'm a catwalk dancer. That sounds super gay. Janelle, um, he he uh, does a song called Long Live the King. Or it's Long Live the Chief, I think. Long Live the Chief. Uh, that's Which is really good. I think you guys would actually like it if you looked it up. Who is this? What We're I talking about. I missed how that. You can... Janelle? I yeah, I think that's his name. I'm going to look it up. Linnell or Janelle? Janelle? Janelle, thought, apparently. He says, he says his name in the, in the song, and I thought he said Janelle. Like Janelle, Jay is in John, James, Joe, Joseph. J- J- it's pronounced, it's spelled J I D E N N A. Janelle. How in the fuck did you get Janelle from that? Because that's what it sounds like he says during the show, during the song. Jesus Christ. Dude, it's, uh, look at, listen to it a little bit. Fucking it's names. Jesus fuck, man. R- Richard Gere is going to fucking shoot you next time he sees you. He's <laughs> having a shit fit on the fucking chat right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, well, well, Richard Gere is, yeah, yeah. I mean, did I say, well, okay, uh, uh, Richard Gere, you know you know him. Uh, was that a really bad pronunciation? Because I thought that's what he said in the song. <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love you, Jay. Don't ever change. Uh, you are a peak marble mouth today. I know. I, 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 I think it's the medication, to be honest with you. Can you guys hear that? It's the, it's the medication. I get it. It's the medication, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want, you, you guys want to hear the song? I'll just, uh, I'm just gonna take my uh, um, uh, headphones and home up to the microphone for a second. I won't be able to hear you guys. Give me a second. I'm sure oh, this Jesus is sound great. Ryan, did you call for this? Did you approve this? No. Can you hear? Fuck that? me. All of the cheese. Not for shit. And then I hear myself. It sounds terrible. He's just getting started. Yeah, this is when I would hit skip. No, I think no. that should I I think that should be Stray Dog's fucking theme music when he comes on and calls in. You should, <laughs> you should play Long Little Chi, Long Little Chi. 
<laughs> well, see, I, I, I liked it. I caught, I caught it. Uh, of course, I caught it in a nerdy way. Um, there's a show on Netflix called uh, Luke Cage, which is one of the Marvel superhero uh, series, and he was in that show uh, performing that song in a nightclub. I just love that line. I don't want my best dressed day in a casket. So, how did you get onto that song during Luke Cage? But like none of the actual like score to Luke Cage, oh, which was a couple, bunch of Wu Tang. There was a couple few songs that I liked on there that uh, I, I downloaded them. Uh, I can't remember offhand what the other ones, but that one struck me. I just really liked the the cadence to it. You know, uh, the fact that I could understand what he was saying the entire time. It was, you know, uh, I, it was. Uh, it it just did something for me. I don't know why. You also, should have used that in our in our battle. Yeah, you know what? That's actually that's one of the ones I thought about doing. Uh, although he does throw around the N word quite a bit. Well, so do just, you. Just substitute sa- sucker. Just substitute sucker. That's all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm, I might I might go ahead and try that again now that I haven't smoked wax in a couple of weeks, and see if my lungs are any better or if I've just done permanent damage. <laughs> so Jay, what I don't get, like, how in the yellow hell? And you basically be from Detroit and live there your entire life and not be a fan of Royce the Five Nine. Who? I, I don't know who that is. Um, He's so good. You got you got to remember uh, the the rap people and the metal people ran in completely different circles. Uh, ironically enough, they used a lot of the same venues on different nights. Uh, but people like, despite the fact that I'm the same age as him, was into the scene at the exact same time. I've never met MMM. M and M and M. MMM. Oh, yeah, MMM. Triple M. Triple M. Yeah, I've never met Mr. Mathers, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is which is kind of unusual considering that I knew fucking everybody in the music scene. But like I said, not so much on the rap side. No, actually, it just sounds like you don't know anyone on the talent side. Hey, that's not fair. Um, depends what you consider talent. I've, I've met Kid Rock a bazillion times. Also a nice guy, by the way. Um Really true. Like I said, you're you're missing the talent side. Okay, that's good. Uh, let's see. There's, well, there's been all kinds of good people from Detroit. Uh, um, there, I can't think of any right now. But, <laughs> but that's not that's not a fair thing to say. Detroit uh, has tons of talented people coming out of there. Still, Proof? like you you got to do this homework assignment of listening to some Royce. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do like, is so I don't if, if nothing else for your Detroit knowledge. Okay. What's his name? Royce. Royce to five nine. Hey, hey, Ryan, I've got I've got an issue because Royce, I'm so like mentally ingrained when I see Royce to say hoist. I always say fucking hoist to five nine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's a J thing, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, did you guys Only see? Jay uh, would do that. He would call it Hoist to Five Nine, and then talk about Royce Gracie. Someone <laughs> asked me if I ever met uh, Josie. No, I never met him either. Uh, I didn't meet. Uh, I I don't know if he was from Detroit or if uh, Kid Rock picked him up later on. But I've never met the fella, and obviously I can't now. Hey, you should go visit that his that... grave. I'm sure it's somewhere there. He was the midget. Yeah, yeah. He was the, he was Kid Rock's pet midget. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was that little dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seemed seemed like a nice guy. Uh, yeah, I got nothing bad to say about that cat. Yeah. Did you guys see Vanessa Bryant is suing the company and the pilot for uh, that uh, helicopter crash? I make that distinction because everybody else is just suing the company. She's suing the company and the dead pilot as well. Well, I mean, 
definitely you sue the company because apparently that copter wasn't like up to date with some of the radar, whatever the fuck it was. And then probably there's probably something there with the pilot too, as far as like the fact that nobody should have been flying. He pretty much flew in direct violation of like whatever orders or whatever were out there. Right. But, uh, but I don't see any, well, the pilot's dead for one thing. So it, when you're suing the pilot, basically you're trying to take money from his family at this point. Um, and obviously Vanessa Bryant doesn't need the money. I can understand her suing the company just out of wanting to get you a sense of justice and things like that. But, uh, but none of the other people are trying to sue the pilot, just the company. I, I don't think it's uh, cool for her to be suing the pilot. You know, her, her, the, the, the guy's family already lost him. You know, now they want to get drawn into legal stuff as well. That's not cool. It's not necessarily, but sometimes on these lawsuits, you have to go after everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you really would need to speak to her attorneys to see like really what's going on there. A lot of times you're suing everyone involved to build your case against the deepest pockets, which would yep. be the company. Right. And you, yeah, you, just you, be- you throw enough shit up against the wall and see what sticks is basically what happens. Uh, so basically just lawyers for the other families uh, had a different opinion on that as opposed to, you know, because they're not, they're not suing her as well. I guess they're just assuming that the company is uh, going to be enough since uh, if they're suing is probably, I, I stopped doing research on it like two days after it happened. Uh, it was bumming me out and I didn't care at this point what, had, why it had happened. I just knew it had happened. So I'm not up to date on all the stories about whether or oh. not the, you know, the aircraft. Yeah, had I, issues. I had to back up off of that story. Like after the second or third day, um, I have a real, sensitivity to when it comes to kids and I'm sure everybody does, but I'm almost overtly fucking sensitive to kids being hurt and knowing that his, his daughter and there were other basketball players, her teammates, they were what two other teammates on the, on the, on the, uh, helicopter, if I'm Mm -hmm. mistaken, um, that, yeah, that, that bothered me. Like anytime a kid is hurt, it, it fucks with me. Like it puts me in a, in a bad place for a couple of days to the point where like, if I'm watching a movie with my wife or something and a kid gets hurt, like say it's a movie we don't know, you know, let's, let's put this movie on. And in, in a scene, a kid gets fucking hit by a car or hit by a stray bullet. I'm fucked. She knows she turns the fucking movie off. I can't Mm -hmm. deal with that. I have, I have, it's, it's not good. It's, it's almost, I'm overly sensitive when it comes to kids getting hurt and it fucking bothers me that much that it, it'll fuck me up for, for a couple days. I can understand. That's exactly how I am about animals. I can't watch TV shows or movies. Like my wife asked me to come to watch planet of the apes with her. I'm like, I can't do that, dude. <laughs> I saw enough of that movie, just enough of that movie to see uh, how the main uh, ape guy Caesar got fucked with, you know, by the humans so much. I was like, I can't watch that shit, dude. It bothers me too much. Hey, uncle Canada. How you doing boss? Hey, what's up, boys? Yeah, Tenor, I guess uh, I guess uh, one prime example. I remember that movie, uh, obviously, Pet Cemetery, when that little kid gets hit? Yeah, that kind of messed me up, man. Gage, yeah, that kid Gage, yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a are prime you, example. Are you speaking of the original or the new one? The original. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that fucked me up, too. Well, I think where, you know, not to get into me or psychologically fucking – dealing with my bullshit but i think where where the sensitivity came from with me is when my when my older brother was killed i was eight oh, he was fuck. 11 yeah i was eight i was eight years old he was 11 years old he got hit by a car and i saw him you know basically dead in the hospital and that i think that's where this shit stems from i never talked to anybody about it but i'm i'm pretty self-aware 
and 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 I'm pretty honest about who I am and and what my emotional state is at certain points. And and yeah, so that that scene fucked me up. Anytime a kid gets hit by a car, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm overly sensitive with my kids around the road. I almost to the point where I'm like a totalitarian government. I'm like, get the fuck away from the road. I'm like I'll scream, you know. I'm I'm sensitive, man, and you know that's just how I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. You to come hear from that. a big family, Tedder, or like do you have like a lot of brothers and sisters, or? Uh, no, I've I just two. I got uh, an older brother okay. and a younger brother. So that's why I tell I tell people that's why I'm so fucked up because you know how like there's that thing about family dynamics where you land in the um, the scheme of your brothers and sisters like what born you were so you're the oldest or the middle or the youngest I tell people I'm fucked up because I've been every single one I've I've been the youngest I was the middle for a while and now I'm the oldest so that's why I'm so fucked up <laughs> God that's horrible Fuck, sorry to, sorry to hear that brother <clears throat> Nah you know you deal with it. Uh, ironically enough, the Pet Cemetery is, I think, the movie that turned me off on horror movies. It was a great movie, but that scene when the the little kid, uh, uh, where uh, Fred, Fred Grin, Grin is in his house and he's looking for the kid, and the kid's hiding underneath the bed, and he takes a scalpel to the back of the guy's oh, uh, the, ankle, the Achilles, yeah, 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 and that was like, ah, oh, okay, I think I'm done. Uh, and ever since then, I it was either that or one of the Hellraiser movies convinced me that I don't like horror movies because <laughs> um, it, it, that's just not for me. I it's I don't it, horror movies for me fall into a couple different care categories. There's jump scare horror movies, which I don't need. If I want that type of scare, I'll just drive on the highway um, or gory horror movies. And it either looks really fake or if it looks realistic, it turns out I don't want to see that shit. So horror movies aren't for me. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I, I like horror movies though. And I will, I will put this up against anybody and I don't give a fuck if you care or not. But one of the greatest scenes of any horror movie I've ever seen, in my opinion, is Ghost Ship. Has anybody seen Ghost Ship and seen that opening scene when they the uh, the wires come down and decapitate everybody on the on the deck? I haven't seen the movie. I'm aware of the scene you're talking about, though. Ugh, I'm just glad I've never oh, seen it. <laughs> one of the greatest opening scenes ever, ever in a horror flick. Now I'm going to have to go check it out just just to be complete in my knowledge, but I'm not going to like it. I can tell already. <laughs> so so back to back to the whole Kobe thing. Uh, yeah, Ryan, you're right. I think it was the radar or whatever the system they had in the helicopter was the reason why the helicopter went down. But at the same time, though, I remember reading that the pilot was supposed to go higher than than he than he went. And that kind of fucked things up. But at the same time, though, people weren't forced on that helicopter. I'm not trying to defend the the, 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 the pilot or anything like that, but it was a sad situation all the way around, right? Well, it's kind of akin to, like, if you think about it, right? Like, I go take an Uber, and the Uber driver, you know, hadn't let anybody know that their airbags don't work. And instead of going 65, they're going 140 and run into something. Like, yes, I got in the car, but the person I'm entrusting my safety to is kind of fucking up. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but at the same time, but I guess this, this pilot's record was pretty clean. Like, this guy's been flying for, what, 25 plus years, I believe, and never had well, absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah you know and, he, and he thought that he could get by in the bad conditions based on, you know, him doing this for as long as he did and his competency level. It just turns out that he kind of overshot his ability yeah he was Whoa. he was flying he was flying off instruments alone when when that right. helicopter wasn't rated to do that correct that's how i yeah understand yeah it. 
yeah, I guess he couldn't gauge how how high he was nor the, the direction of the of the. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was tipping too much or I'm not sure exactly what. But at the same time, was he kind of coerced to say, hey, let's get, we got to get to this from point A to point B? You know, we don't know all Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm sure Kobe and the family were saying, hey, we're, you know, we got to get to this place by this time. But also as a professional, it's your job to say, sorry, man, we can't do it in this weather. We just can't. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, because I remember. You guys remember uh, this is about I think over a year ago where the OG somebody posted that pic or the uh, film of that bride and groom in the helicopter and where it crashed mm-hmm. and it was caught live. So yeah, it's fucking. I've never been in a helicopter myself. I'm not sure about you guys. Fuck man. <clears throat> I think that was in Brazil, sucks. wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hey, fly. Fly. flies here, guys. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe flies here. Yeah, well, it says he's here. He'll, he'll let us know when he's ready to talk. Sorry to flies on his ah. private helicopter. He's busy eating his wife's scones right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's talking to somebody. Are you talking? Sly Dog says he's talking. Are you talking to somebody or are you talking with us and we can't hear you? He's hear He's you, got us on mute. Yep, which is probably the best way to do it. <laughs> nope, we can't hear you, Sly. Which is weird because oh. you're calling all the time. Oh, heard there, something. There he is. Hey, hey, what up, Fly? Um, I don't think there's anybody in here that lives on the West Coast um, about the whole thing with Kobe. I would have done it, too, because uh, the traffic in L.A. has gotten so bad. It's like being in Beijing. It's terrible. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that it, you know, it takes forever just to get from one spot to another. And we're talking relatively short distances. Oh, it, so I had to yeah, go out to night. California several years back for another job I did. I had to go out to one of our offices out there. And, of course, the assholes gave me a route back to my hotel that, at the end of the day, put me on the 405 at, like, 5 p.m. Ugh. Those sons of bitches. Yeah, fuck that. Years, I can't deal with gotten, traffic. It's gotten even way worse. Well, yeah, I got on the 405 at like five and I got to my hotel, which I probably could have walked to quicker at like seven o'clock. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. See, that's one of the nice things about Detroit. Um, While we do have a rush hour from like five until six or six thirty or seven, uh, it's not that bad. It will turn like a a half hour trip into like a 45 minute trip. Um, And this is because Detroit was built for a city of about. 2 million people and it currently has about 700,000. So we have plenty of road space for new people to come in. <laughs> well, and, that's because nobody wants to live in Detroit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's serious. It's uh, it's a pretty dramatic uh, difference compared to a lot of big cities. Um, I mean, and I've had people mention it to me. They're like, when's rush hour? I'm like, that was it, buddy. Yeah, I'm 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 no good with fucking traffic. I'll tell you an embarrassing story about me that I regret to this day. Um, I was living in Raleigh, North Carolina, and there's around the city there's an inner and outer belt line or beltway they would call it. And I was just going. I jumped on. Uh, I don't know what it was. One one goes one way, one goes the other. Um, so I was jumping on just to go to the next exit up. So it was basically a, it was going to be a five minute. I was going to be on the, uh, the belt line for like five fucking minutes. And in between exits, there was this fucking accident and I got stuck for like two hours on the, on the, on the beltway. 
just trying to get to the next exit. And, and as you guys are going to think I'm such a shit bag and I am. So, um, so it finally traffic gets moving and I see there's some dude on a stretcher and they're putting him on an ambulance as I'm finally going by at two miles an hour. Granted, I was 21 years old, guys, so cut me a break. I fucking yell at my window. I go, I hope you fucking die. And I just fucking kept it moving like a dick. Oh. Yeah. That's. (laughs) Yeah. I I hate to laugh, but it's funny looking back at shit like that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty honest. I'm pretty self-aware, and I am such a fucking asshole. I was so angry for be sitting there for two hours, and that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth, like a complete asshole, twenty-one-year-old prick. (laughs) Random, kind of back to the back to the whole Kobe thing, and not (laughs) belabor what actually happened here. So, to everyone on the phone right now. Like, have you ever had either like a celebrity death or like somebody, somebody that you weren't close to that like really hit you hard? Like, I know, Tenor, you kind of talked about the kids in that one, but like for me, Mm -hmm. that one hit me hard. And I had only met Kobe like two or three times. I had a friend that used to play for the Thunder. So like I was able to talk to him a few times, but like that one hit me hard. And for some reason, when Kimbo died, that one hit me hard. Like he was a good dude. How about you guys? Yeah. Any any of these yeah. random deaths that hit you hard? Yeah, I got one, but it's along the same lines. When when Chris Benoit died and I found out he killed his fucking kid in a chokehold, that fucked me up, man. I don't know how a father can do that to a child who looks up to you and that's your that kid's hero. You're a superhero. Chris Benoit was a goddamn superhero. This kid looked up to him. He carried him in the ring. And he puts him away with a finishing move with a crossface crippler. That fucked well, me up. Even crazier, man. like how he killed himself with the weight stack, right? Yeah, that's that's some shit to set that up and and be able to do that. Yeah, that that bother. It still bothers me. I won't watch. I guess there's a documentary, a really good documentary out on that situation. I I won't watch that. I can't. I refuse. So I will say, like if. If you ever get to the point that you can watch it, I've seen that one. You're talking about the one that just came out like this year. Yep. Yeah. So Vice did it. It's called Dark Side of the Ring, but that is really good. And it gets into a lot of the shit that was going on, right? Like the fact that he had the brain of like an 80 some year old. Mm hmm. Like all yeah, of it was I, his I'm... choosing, obviously. He put himself through all that shit, abused steroids, did everything else. But yeah, like. Apparently, that guy's brain was fucking mush when that happened. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a great documentary, but honestly, between you and I just talking about it, I get goosebumps. I, I, can't, I, I can't even fathom what the last few hours of that dude's life was like and what he saw, what he did, and how he processed it, if he even oh. could because of that brain. And that's kind of well, Apparently, it was like a several-day thing. Right. It he killed the like wife was... first. She'd been dead, right, in the house yeah. for a while. Yeah, it was like the wife, and then like a day or two later, the son, and then another day after that, he did the shit with the wings. Mm, dude, that yeah, that fucks me up. That had to have been hard on you, Tanner, because not only was it touching a sore point on your psyche, it was from like understand someone you looked up to. Yeah, I, honestly, I wasn't a huge wrestling guy, but that was he was a ring technician. That guy 
was a, a real wrestler in my, you know, granted he wasn't like a collegiate national champion, but that dude was a wrestler. He was, he wasn't just a showman. That dude was an athlete and, and a real technician in my opinion. And I looked up to him for sure. Wow. Yeah. For me, uh, the celebrity death that I think bothered me the most was Robin Williams. Um, I was always, a, always a fan of that guy. Uh, his standup was okay, but his, uh, movie work was amazing. And it, so it hurt me quite a bit to find out that he passed away. And then when I found out that he killed himself, uh, you know, cause of depression and, you know, mental issues, it made it even worse. So to find out that someone that, that made me laugh and made me happy so many times was so tragically unhappy that he felt the need to end his life. Yeah. yeah suicides it, yeah, are me. always weird ones. Oh yeah. Well, for, for me, you guys remember that wrestler? I think his name was Evan Tanner. Didn't he die a tragic death years ago? Are you talking Evan, about the MMA? You mean the fighter? Yeah. Like yeah, Evan Tanner right when guy. he, yeah, when he just went out, what was it, in the desert and just was, yeah, yeah, ended up dead, yeah, yeah, tooling around on yeah, his motorbike hit? in the desert, yeah, yeah, because I, because I remember he was a beast of an athlete. Him and Chris Cornell when he when he passed, that kind of messed me up a little because I was yeah. a huge, huge, huge fan of Chris, right? So, yeah, that one bothered me a little bit, uh, mostly because well, well, both uh, that one and Chester from Lincoln Park, like those oh, were yeah, both definitely. just almost kind of weird ones. Yeah. Well, I mm-hmm. guess Chester was the god's godfather of his son, and then after Chris passed, I guess it really got to him, and he did a how many months after after the fact? Yeah, so, it wasn't that much. It wasn't that much long after it. Yeah, so I guess they were kind of connected in a way. Yes, yeah. celebrity suicide deaths really, like Jay was saying, um, celebrity suicide deaths are really they they kind of fuck me up all the time because if you look at Granted, we're all human beings. We all live our own lives. We all have our own issues. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Mental health is, is a real issue, and it's a motherfucker. Um, but when you look at the way you live, I mean, I live pretty good. I'm doing all right, but I don't I don't have millions of dollars in the bank. I don't have houses. I can't just go to Bali when I fucking want. And these these people can do that. And that's what really makes you realize that Mental health just is all encompassing. It's not just money's not going to make you happy. You know, uh, even even somebody with a good family, a good wife, good great kids, good health. When when you're having a mental health issue and a breakdown, that shit is real. And and it doesn't matter what you have and what you have to live for. When you're in that dark place, it can hit you and it can hit you hard to the point where. You know, sometimes life in your eyes is 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 more painful than death And that 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 bothers me about some people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anyone to ever feel like that. It doesn't matter whether I like them or not. That's that, you know, that just shouldn't be, uh, you know, for someone to be so unhappy that that nothing is better than what they have. It just breaks me up, man. Yep, for sure. What 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 a odd podcast we're having right now. This is so <laughs> different than the ball busting fucking fun times we're having, but you yeah, know, we're yeah, flowing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Well, no along kidding. along those lines though, I, I figured Grad's answer was gonna be Rob Ford. <laughs> was uh, that- well his you get he's yeah, he was a mayor of Toronto, but I think it's you know, to to uh compliment the guy, he's the, he was the only mayor to actually make basically balance the books on Toronto and Toronto's population with the whole GTAs, I think around three and a half, $4 million. Three and a half, I'm sorry, three and a half to 4 million people. And he was able to fucking uh, balance the books, fucking cut out a lot of waste. 
And Ashley's brother now is the per, uh, premier, which is equivalent to, let's say, a senator of Ontario, right? So, I don't and know. And he right? did all that while going on fucking crazy coke binges. Yeah. Oh, crack, yeah, he, buddy. It was crack. Oh, oh yeah, crack. Yeah. yeah, it was crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he was quite the character from all uh, what i've seen with the interviews and things on him uh, over the years rob uh, ford was true. a motherfucker he, he oh is that that dude that kind of looked like chris farley yeah yes. yeah okay yes. now i know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think anyone was surprised when he passed away to be honest well yeah, yeah he like wasn't a... exactly the healthiest dude out there <laughs> he wasn't, but he got shit done. Like I said, he was able to balance the uh, books in Toronto, first time ever as a mayor, and fucking he fucking cleaned up a lot of fucking crime, um, as well as just fucking cut a lot of waste too. So, like money wise, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Speaking of money, uh, since we were talking about rich people and how apparently money doesn't make them happy, uh, I saw an article today that a YouTuber paid $800,000 for a Tom Brady jersey and to have dinner with him. If you guys were, how much money would you guys have to have before you spent $800,000 to hang out with uh, a celebrity that you like? Only if he's going to let me fuck yourself. <laughs> well, not necessarily him. Like, like your favorite athlete or celebrity in Terrell in the entire world. Uh, how much money would you have to have in the bank before you dropped eight hundred thousand dollars to have a dinner with him? None. Couldn't happen. <laughs> I want. I, I want. I want somebody to meet me and talk to me and hang out with me on my merit and the in the type of individual I am. Right. Not I because I can fucking give you money. <laughs> which I can understand that. And I, I believe this is all for a charity thing. So I don't think, you know, Tom Brady's charging people 800,000 a shot to hang out with them. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you if you get to that point that you have that much money that, I mean, you need to do charitable contribution anyway, just for the tax situation. Why not get something out of it? Right. Like if you're going to go drop a million dollars to charity, you know, why not get a, get a cool story out of it? Right, right. They do uh, charity silent auctions at my uh, work occasionally because uh, there's a ton of charitable events going on o on there over the season. And some of the prizes that you see for these charity, uh, you know, silent auctions are pretty fucking cool. You know, we're talking like rentals of, of exotic cars for three months, big trips for 10 people to like Denver, you know, to see this sporting event in the suite with the owner. Just some pretty, really cool prizes. But I'd always thought like, man, that's a lot of money to spend on that. Uh, you pointed out the charity part, actually. Actually, it makes me understand it a little bit better. Well, and that's how they're laundering the money. I mean, this is the Jewish mob. Yep. <laughs> what about you, uh, Tenor or, or Grad? Do you guys uh, have, any, if assuming you had the money to afford it, uh, how much money would it take and who would you pick? For me, I don't know. For me, I think that's, I would not because, again, maybe for a, for a, for chari for a chari charitable purpose, give some money to some organization regards to children six children six children or whatever but i wouldn't go out of my way to meet whoever i don't know to me i'm just not into that bullshit if it maybe okay. 10 15 years ago maybe i would but uh right on. how about you tenor uh now you know if, if i had enough money to help somebody if i had enough money to help somebody out uh, or, or donate to a charity of course, it would be a nice tax write-off too, so we can't forget that. But um, if I had that money, I, w I would donate. I, I don't need to meet anybody. And, and like I was saying earlier, if if I wanted to meet somebody, I'd meet them on your own on merit. my own merit. Yeah, I would I would do it do it on my own because if I got that much money, 
I can be in the same fucking places they're at and I can talk, I can, I can chat them up enough to, they'd want to hang out with me because I fucking rock. You, well, you are Charlie Sheen. After all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Winning. Yeah. I, I'm just amazed that our podcast is not more popular considering Charlie Sheen calls in almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And we had Eugene from the walking dead the other night. Track you down and beat you with an iron rod in your sleeve. <laughs> Oh, I fucking love fucking with home. That's my boy. I love you, Homelander, but I love fucking with you. He's a good dude. He really is. He he, he takes it well. Um, you know this this entire podcast has basically devolved into a group of people uh, making fun of each other. So if you can't handle that, it's the wrong podcast for you, sir. Oh, so so, so that's what I. When, when, hold on, right. Grant. When I when I called Icy Mike's podcast last night, I had been monitoring the chat for a long time. Those people are such sweethearts. They're they're very kind to each other. They're considerate. Nobody's busting balls. You know, Icy Mike busts balls, but then he gives very good life advice and he seems to care about everybody, which he does. I, I love Icy. Um, and I called in and the first words out of my mouth were, Your how did you cultivate this type of following and environment? Because you came from the OG, and this is the exact antithesis of what the fucking OG is. I mean, it's un it's monitor his chat on Wednesdays. Everybody they're all like traditional martial artists, and they're everybody's nice to each other and giving advice. There's no ball busting, there's no fuck you, you fag. There's none of that shit. I I don't know how he does it. Well, I guess he has no fans from the OG, apparently, huh? I'm a fan, dude. Icy Mike is a good dude, and someone just said uh, it was it was Stray. Icy is a smart motherfucker. The dude mm-hmm. is highly intelligent. He's highly entertaining. He's quick witted, and he hates Canadians. So I fucking like him for that too. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, get you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, are you guys up for uh, the uh, fight night thing this Saturday or what? Fuck yeah. Fact? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the closer it gets, the more I, I yeah. W- Sunday morning, if you were to ask me that, I would like. Eh, I'm not sure about that. But as it gets closer to fights, yeah, I want to do it again. It was a good time. Uh, it was well received. Uh, believe it or not, our entire seven hour uh, fight companion got about as many downloads as our average show. So, um, so the people that listen to us will listen to us, even when we're doing stupid shit like that. Apparently. Okay, so yeah. it starts at seven o'clock, right? Seven to ten approximately or something uh, like that something like that uh yeah it says six o'clock so yeah the fights probably start at seven right well we'll just start at our normal six o'clock because it'd be too confusing to push it up an hour and all that good shit so we'll be here for the duration so folks uh get ready for another fight companion well so nice. speaking of that we i we should probably put together our picks oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Considering I, they I, weigh I, in tomorrow yeah, you know what? We should probably go ahead and do that now. Uh, we'll uh, getting close to the end of the show, but let's get that in before we do that, right? All right, let me pull it up. I didn't research, so I'm fucking. I'm out for picks, but yeah, yeah. Research it, this last card, anyway. <laughs> this last card, I did, I barely knew who fucking anybody was. You guys are asking me for my picks. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem too. This one looks like it's a little bit better. Uh, do you want to do the honors, Ryan? Sure. Uh, the very first bout of the evening is Rodrigo Nascimento Ferreira versus Dante Mayes. I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of either of them. Dante is an underdog on the website that I'm looking at, so I'm going to take Rodrigo. 
Yeah, so Dante um, has a record of five and three. Rodrigo has a record of zero and zero, according to the UFC. Really, they have what? no information on him. They don't. So he has a record listed of zero and zero. He has a height of zero feet, zero inches. He doesn't weigh anything. Has a zero inch reach and a zero inch leg reach. Okay, I can give from you a parts, little more. From parts unknown. <laughs> I can I can give you a little more information. That turns out uh, MMA Playground did their uh, research. He's seven and zero. Oh. Uh, he has two KOs and five submissions. Uh, but pro- apparently not not in anything. Uh, any major organizations or anything. Um, so I'll give you this other thing about him as well. I'm looking at a picture of the guy. He definitely has remnants of gyno. So this was guy was on the roids at some point. Oh. Hey, curious. Uh, maybe not this weekend, but uh, for future fights, you guys want to start fucking keeping tallies in regards to who we pick, you know, whoever calls in, we fucking start picking it over, over, let's say a month, two months. Who's got the better win oh, loss. You that's not a bad idea. No, that's not a bad idea at all. So, after all, if you're going to be good at this, you want to have the bragging rights. You want to be able to tell Ryan to shut the fuck up because obviously you're better at picking this shit than him. So yeah, that's a good well, idea. That's right. With you, Jay. Probably whoever, not. Whoever whoever wins, Grad will give some Stella our toys to. Ooh. All right. So so who do we got next, Ryan? Oh, so did we all actually make a pick on this one? Uh, that one, that fight doesn't matter, shit. <laughs> but no, no I, we're making we're making picks. Who you got, Jay? Rodrigo. Enter who you Rodrigo? got? Rodrigo. I'm I going with Spanish guy. I, I'm going with the the guy that Jay didn't pick. Whatever the fuck his name is. Dante Myers. Dante Myers. There you go. That's me. Oh, okay. Run, a run like run like Mays, hit like Hayes, motherfucker. You may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Royd Titties. Royd Titties? So that'd be... Uh, yeah, May. Rodrigo. Oh, really? Because I'm looking at this picture of Dante Mays, and he looks like he might have Royd Titties too, dude. No, he doesn't. There's a different gyno look that this fucking Rodrigo guy definitely has. Mm, okay. So, Peter, are you making notes? Who's picking what? Or is anybody make, are we just fucking going to remember this shit or what? Yeah, Jay, uh, write this shit down. Oh shit! God damn it! Come you? on, Jay! All right, lazy yeah. cock sucker, you! Come on, you guys know I'm more about you. He's just paper. trying to shoot the shit, boys. Grab okay. your crayon, Jay. Grab your blue crayon. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! You're supposed to be prepared for this, Jay. He's that. He, what's it called? What when you read backwards? That dyslexic. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fucking fuck up everything. Okay, he's so Dick Dick Lixic. Okay, for the first one, passive picks Rod. Uh, Tanner, you said you picked Rod too, didn't you? No, no, you said no, you, I want Maze. you want Maze. No, I'm the only one that went that with that guy. Okay, and uh, Dalton picked Rod. In Canada, who did you want? I'll go for Maze too. Make it two and two. Okay. Yes, my boy. Probably gonna need more paper for this. But okay, let's go ahead. Uh, what's the next fight? All right, next fight is Darren Elkins versus Nate Landwehr. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Elkins just because uh, I've heard of him and I've never heard of the other guy. Benner, who you got? Um, I to have his records up um, really quick. I, I, I've heard of Elkins. I haven't heard of the other guy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my uh, same reason I went with my first pick, and I'm going to go the opposite of Jay, so the other guy. <laughs> so you want Landwehr? There we go. You know, I have information on these guys for a little bit, anyways. Uh, for uh, Landwehr, he's actually thirteen and three. Uh, he has eight KOs, five decisions, 
And his three losses are uh, one, uh, one KO, one submission, and one decision. Uh, he has he lost versus H Burns, but won versus V Kolsnick and M Korobov. Korol, 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 uh, some guy's name I can't say. So he's he's got a decent record, but I don't think he's ever fought anybody big. Alkins is probably going to kill him, but I'm still going with Landwire. Okay, who you got, uh, Big Dalton? I'm going to go with Elkins just because he has a terrible fucking tattoo on his chest. So obviously he's a pretty tough dude. <laughs> How about you, uh, Canada? Elkins Al- as well. Yeah, it seems like a safe bet. Okay, what's next, sir? Uh, next fight is Courtney Casey versus Mara Romero Barella. Fuck. Um, well, Courtney Casey has a win over Angela Hill, who's a I consider a pretty good fighter. Um, but she also has losses to Michelle Watterson and Felice Herring, of all people. <laughs> God. Both of these guys have shitty records. Uh, both of them have one win and three losses in their last four fights. So I guess it's a good matchup. Uh, I'm going to go with Casey. Uh, Tender, who you got? I'm going with Casey as well. All right, Big Dalton. I'm gonna go Romero Barella. Okay, and how I'll about go Romero you? as well? Romero. Okay. okay, Barella. I'm not gonna be able to read this shit tomorrow. I'll be like, what the fuck did I write down? Okay, who we got next? Uh, next one, we got Mike Davis versus Giga Chikadze. Jesus Christ. Man, don't don't saddle your kid with names like that. What the fuck's wrong with people? Well, uh, he's, he's from fucking Georgia. What do you expect? He's from, oh, I was assuming the guy was from a different fucking country or something like Georgia that. Georgia is a country, you motherfucker. Oh, you mean a state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you fucking mean, very oh, nice. Oh, you mean the country? Well, pardon me. Oh, I thought you meant the state of, uh, of Georgia. I was about well, to ain't nobody in Atlanta <laughs> named that. Holy shit. Uh, that's, a mean, that's a mean thing to name your kid if you're from holy Georgia. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Davis. I, I don't, I've never heard of either of these guys, so it's a shot in the dark on this one. I'm going, with, I'm going with the Georgia dude because those people are built differently than the pussies over here in America. Uh, yep. How about you, Dalton? Ah, shit. Yeah, I'll go with uh, the Georgian as well. Giga. And Tanner, uh, excuse me, uh, Canada? Yeah, yeah, Georgia is the Georginian, yeah. Okay, Uh, so everyone picked uh, against uh, uh, Davis but me, so that'll be interesting. What do we got next? Uh, Next, we have Anthony Fluffy Hernandez versus Kevin Holland. Oh, Jesus. Um... Still don't. Still haven't heard of any of these guys, but I'm gonna go with the guy with the funnier nickname, uh, Hernandez. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Holland because Grad likes their beer. Oh, there you go, <laughs> Dalton. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Holland. This Hernandez dude, his fucking nickname is terrible, and he looks like he's trying to be a pretty boy. So fuck him. <laughs> Uncle Canada, what do you got? I'll go for the pretty boy. All right. <clears throat> So me and Canada picked uh, Hernandez, uh, Tanner and Dalton picked Holland. All right, what's next? All right, next is your main event of the prelims. We have Matt Brown versus Miguel Baiza. Uh, I'm going to pick Matt Brown. I'm a big fan of his, despite the fact that he beat the piss out of one of my all-time favorite fighters in his last fight, uh, Ben Saunders. Uh, All right, but I'm going for Brown. It's it's kind of a hard pick. I didn't even look at the other guy's record. (laughs) 
I don't care what his record is. I'm going with Matt Brown. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Hard pick. <laughs> Dalton? 100% the immortal. Yeah. How about you, Uncle Canada? Four for four. All right. Well, we're either going to look all really good or really bad on that one. Uh, what's next, Ryan? All right. Your first fight of the main card, number 14, Song Yadong versus number 15, Marlon Vera. Hmm. I got the dong. Yeah, me too. I'm going for dong. I want I want the dong. <laughs> uh, how about you, uh, Tanner? Uh, Vera. Vera and Dalton? Uh those little Chinese guys can fight, but I think I'm going to go Vera as well. All right. Uh, we're split on that one. All right. What's next? Uh, next fight is Eric Anders versus Christoph Jotko. Hmm. Isn't Anders an ex? Uh, I, didn't he come in from a different sport, I believe? Before yeah, we did MMA? Okay. I think I heard something about Probably. that. Probably. You know, I'm going to look him up because uh, I think uh, he was like something else before he was in MMA. I, I remember uh, at one point he was. Uh, oh, Blander says football, dude. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, do, 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 I'm picking do. Anders based on Homelander. I'm picking and- uh, Anders. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think yeah. That's he right. played for Alabama. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, which does that next to Georgia, the country Georgia, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm just going, down the road. Uh, yeah, I'm going for Anders. Who you guys got? Uh, Tanner. Uh, Yatko. Yeah. Oh my. Okay, uh, Dalton. Uh, I'll go Anders just for being the better athlete. Right, that's why I'm figuring too. And uh, Canada, who did you say? Anders as well. Anders, all righty. Yeah. Who's next, Big Dalton? All right, next fight is number 15, ranked Dan Ige versus number 11, Edson Barboza. God, Barboza's oh. still ranked? That guy's been around fucking forever. Um, I can't pick against Barboza. I just have t- uh, too many memories of him fucking stiffening people out with KOs to pick against him at this point. <laughs> Did he have the best Bar- KO ever with that uh, uh, English guy that he knocked the fuck out? Was that Terry Adam? Yeah, yeah. That was an amazing uh, knock- knockout. Yeah, I'm going Barboza. Okay. Big Dalton? I'm going Barboza. And Uncle Canada? Okay. Oh, my. Excellent. Switching it up. Right on. Okay, who's next? All right, next is number six ranked Claudia Cadelia versus unranked Angela Hill. I can't believe Angela <laughs> Hill is unranked at this point. She's, you know, if you look at her, uh, if you look at her, I'm, I guess maybe uh, uh, Claudia has better wins, but she's, uh, Hill in the last five fights has a better record. Uh, Claudia's win, loss, win, loss. Uh, Hill is win, 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 loss. So, you know, I'm picking Hill. I think she's underrated. Uh, I'm going to say fuck that race bait and bitch, and I'm going to go with holy moly moly moly. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, who you got, Dalton? I think Claudia takes it. Okay. And Uncle Canada. Yeah, the same as. Okay, so I'm the only one picking hell, huh? He's going to look really smart or like a dumbass. <laughs> All right. With, and apparently the only thing next is the main event, huh? Right. Uh Yep, and go ahead and announce that just for the uh, masses there, uh, Ryan. All right, at heavyweight, we have number eight ranked Alistair Overeem versus number nine, Walt oh. Harris. Mm. God. Man, that's, it's interesting because uh, 
both of them have a win over Olenek. Uh, but other than that, their their uh, careers have been fairly different. Um, damn, I hate picking against Overeem because uh, he is very technical and he's very fucking strong. But I haven't been impressed with his chin lately. I'm going to Paris. I'm going to go with Overeem. I don't want to because he's just uh, he's Overeem, but I'm going with him. All right. How about you, Dalton? Like, I want Walt Harris to win just with all the shit he's gone through. But yeah. on the other part, like, I, I don't know how he's going to look based on the shit he's been going through. Um, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go over him with his very timid, staying out of the way, boring decision type over him. Oh, Wait a minute. Is Harris, is Harris the dude who's uh, stepped out or got murdered? Yep. Yes. I'm changing. I'm changing my pick to him. Okay, <laughs> not a problem. Okay, and what about you, uh, Canada? Hello, Mr. Canada. Oh, I, we lost him. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, we lost him. Oh, here he comes. You come back. He goes oh, with yeah, Reem. My fucking connect. Yeah, my connection gave out. Yeah, Reem. I go for Reem. Yeah. Okay, excellent. All righty. Uh, well, that's it, guys. That's everybody. Uh, hope. We have a lot of the same picks, but there's enough of them different that we'll be able to shit talk uh, if things uh, go well. All right, excellent. Hey, PJ, do you mind? Hey, listen, uh-huh. brother, do you mind uh, posting the picks uh, on the uh, on the thread, or is that no? Too much? No, I can I can do that. That's not a problem. Uh, probably right, a better right, cool. probably a better spot for it than a piece of paper that I'm going to lose ten minutes after the show's over. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Appreciate right it. Right on. Right on. You guys got anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. yeah. Good to go, brother. All right. Well, excellent. All right. Well, we will be back at six o'clock tomorrow and every day after that till the end of fucking time. Um, I want to thank uh, Tenor, Grad, and Sly for calling in. It's always a pleasure. I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. The show is for you guys. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? Yeah, I got two things. So being that we're going to do this on Saturday, uh, Jay, you have two pieces of homework for tomorrow. Number one, you need to hop out on YouTube and listen to the L.A. Leakers freestyle from Royce to 5'9 for your Detroit history. Secondly, sometime tomorrow, you need to go to the store and get yourself something to eat during or the uh, fight companion. So get some Mm, snacks that are not going to fuck up your stomach because we don't want to be a part to you, you know, four hours into this thing, you know, crying like a baby because you ate. You know, KFC chicken and your and your little tummy hurts. Well, strangely enough, when I ate KFC last week, it didn't bother me at all. It was the uh, mashed potatoes. That's the fucking three days worst later. fucking food. KFC for fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even fucking food, dude. All right, guys, listen. I I, I got to log off. I'll talk to all you right. guys tomorrow. And thanks, right, you guys. No problem. Yeah. So later, uh, brother. So go tomorrow. Go to the store, and even if they don't have like beef, just pick up chicken or turkey or something that you can actually eat during the fights that is not going to fucking kill you. And finally, fuck all y'all. You guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow.